Why light skin versus dark skin is a debate that will never die? That will be our topic of discussion tonight. For many years, that has been a debatable subject, and we are not referring to a rational situation. We are talking about loving the skin that you're in. Now let's talk about it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, regardless of where you are in the world. This is Tawanda with Real Girlfriends Across America. And tonight, as you just heard, we're talking about light skin, dark skin. And while this topic will never die, as we get started tonight, I just want to say thank you to everyone that invested the time in dialing in tonight. And I love to hear who you are, where you're calling from, and how your day has been so far. And whoever wants to go first, please. I can go first. This is Catherine. I'm calling from California. My day has been amazing, productive, and time is just going by fast for me. So it's it's amazing overall. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for dialing in tonight. I definitely appreciate it. Who's next? I'll go next. This is Peggy. I'm in Denver, and I've had a very busy day, and I'm tired, and I worked really hard around the house, um, and just happy to be here. Peggy, thank you so much for dialing in. I know this is your first time. Hopefully it will not be your last. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I'll go next, Deborah. And I had a very busy day at work. I'm worn out. My worker, my helper, had a baby last night, and I'm going to fake that baby when he get old enough because he had me really busy all day today. I've never worked that place without a PCC, but I'm <laughs> grateful that I have a job. I was tired. I'm still tired, but I'm glad to be on this call. Well, thank you so much, and we're definitely glad to have you. I'm Miss Deborah. Who else? Hi, this is MC, and I'm calling from Philadelphia, and I had a productive day. Awesome. Well, glad your day has been productive. Thank you so much for holding us down, Miss C. All right, so we're going to get started tonight, ladies. But first, I want to ask you if it's okay that we have a real conversation. I don't want to just get on here and read a bunch of information and for you to listen to me, even though I probably sound really incredible. But I really want us to dialogue and kind of talk as women. And that's one of the things and benefits of being a part of this community with Real Girlfriends Across America is that we can build and we can talk and develop. So is that okay, ladies? Can we have a conversation tonight? Yes, please. Uh, Yes, definitely. All right. Sounds awesome. And as you heard in our intro with light skin versus dark skin, this call tonight is not so much about racial. It's about loving the skin you're in and if you actually do that, if you love the skin you're in. So the first thing, I want to just go and share it to those that may not know it, the term of colorism. Does anyone, is anyone familiar with what colorism actually means? Anyone going um, once? And, um, um, I, I guess not like a, a definition or from, I guess that's in my own words, Mrs. Um, C. I guess in my own words, um, I would say someone hating someone or discriminating against someone just because they may be a different shade. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Discrimination based on skin color is colorism in reference to the shade of your skin. And a lot of times this actually happens in families. This is why I read a couple of articles talking about light skin, dark skin, and this this is a debate that would never die. And I can think back to when I was in probably high school and elementary school that this was a conversation. How about you guys? Um not really getting into too much, but when you were coming up in like elementary high school, was this an issue for, for your generation? Yes, no, and what do you remember? And just state your name when you speak so we'll know who's talking. Anyone? Well, I can speak. This is Deborah. Okay. Um, I'm dark-skinned. But not necessarily in my family, but in my surroundings, I was raised with white people. For me, I didn't see it as a problem because at the age and the young age that I was, I didn't know any better. But as I got older, I did see it as a problem, and the white people that were in the group home with me, for the lack of better terms, I noticed they didn't communicate with me as much as they did with each other. Well, in fact, they didn't communicate with me at all, basically. So wow. I was like, if I didn't have, I did, another black girl did come in there after like a couple of years of being there. Me and her, we became the best of friends, and we communicated. But I can't even say that they were racist, because at that time, in my age, I didn't even know anything about racism. And did they? I don't know. But I don't think they were. I just think they, we were different. So they chose their sack to stay in, and then I had to get my sack on this other side to stay in, per se. Okay. But when I got a friend, you know, we communicated, and we connected because we were only two blacks in that cottage. But like I said, I don't know, but I love the skin that I'm in. I, I loved it then, and I love it now. And I, I see color because it's, it's available to us, but I don't make difference. Okay. All right, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, anyone else? This is Peggy. Um, I I grew up without a lot of understanding of race. Uh, I'm white. I was raised in Nebraska. And mm-hmm. when we moved to Colorado, I was nine years old. And the one thing that I noticed is that I'm really pale. And I have, like, dark circles under my eyes. I just, I, I can't even suntan and um, I was always really jealous of the girls with darker skin and brown eyes and black hair. And when I was probably 13 or 14, I decided that when I would get older, I would do everything in my power to try to look like them because I thought that they were the cool girls. And nobody mm-hmm. called them anemic and albinos. And um, so I foolishly thought that, you know, that was something that I, I could strive for in the future. <laughs> um, I, uh, at a certain point, I realized that this is just what I am. And um, when I met my husband, my second husband, he said, you know, you actually look pretty good with a little color in your skin. And I just had to say, you know, that's never going to happen. This is how I was made. And I can't be anything else. So I just had to get good with it. Absolutely, absolutely. And are you good with it now, Peggy? How are you feeling about it? Um, yeah, I, I feel okay. I mean, I've just accepted it. Um, I, I burn so easily. I can't even be out in the sun for 15 minutes. So 
I cover up. I don't ever let the sun touch my skin. And I just, you know, this is what I am. Gotcha. Absolutely. Anyone else can relate? Anyone want to share? Um, I, I, let's just see. I guess I do have one thing to share. Um, I know when I was younger, um, before I, I think it, before I even really started school, maybe when I was in kindergarten, um, my dad was like, um, that you're pretty and you're and you're smart, so people are not going to expect for you to be pretty. Um, to be smart because you're pretty, um, and that you're going to have to work that, and you're a girl, and that work, you're going to have to work that much harder. Um, mm-hmm. and I never really what he meant and he also told me that um people are always going to ask you what do you mix with because i had you know pretty um curly hair or whatever and mm-hmm. he's like but you just tell them that you're black and i am i'm mixed with some things whatever but he's like you just tell them that you're black whatever i'm like but i have mixed with this whatever he's like but you just tell them you're black so i never really understood that when you know i was younger <laughs> what he meant um because both of my parents are african-american and i um or they identify as African American, um, and um, my when so when I started going to school, um, I I didn't really know what he meant. Um, and then I remember people saying, "You're pretty for a black girl," and I'm like, "Wait, oh. why does pretty for a black girl? Why can't I just be pretty?" Oh. <laughs> oh. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah, I it was just I don't know, it was weird, but it, it all made sense to me when I got older. What he said. Wow. And that makes sense in reference to what you're actually saying with emphasis on you're pretty for a black girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Anyone else want to offer um, and share? I can kind of relate to what Corinne said. Um, it's me, Catherine. So hey, I'm, I'm Spaniard. Yeah. Um, so I'm Spaniard and I'm Filipino. And I get all kinds of races. It depends on my mood, the way I decide I put my makeup. I can I can come off as looking as like Middle Eastern sometimes, or but like I know I'm Filipino. That's one thing. But depending on who who the people are too, they're like, wow, you're an attractive per- you're attractive for a Filipino because and just like any races, no, just like in as any other races, like um, even being African American, like not all African American women look all the same you guys have wonderful different skin colors just like caucasian women they have they all like have different kinds of skin tones faces features like even if you're an italian woman not all italian women have like the same exact look and it's just like the philippines um us women like like where my parents are from like we're like from a providence where where like we we don't have what everyone says is the filipino typical flat nose dark skin and and straight black hair. We're not all like that. And so it's just kind of funny how people deceive as like certain races, like a specific look, you know? And so um, like whenever I hear stuff like that, it just gets me heated because like us women, we're all gorgeous. And just because we're a certain race doesn't necessarily mean we all look, we're all going to look like the same people. We're not like minions, obviously, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's definitely really interesting. And that just goes to show that so many people go through that in reference to lighter, darker, not light enough, not dark enough, et cetera. I want to share this with you guys. Um, In the research, I was reading about the Duchess of um, Sussex spoke about the issue of colorism in 2015, saying as an actress, she was seen as ethnically, 
ethnically amb- ambiguous. Writing in the L magazine, she said that one of her reasons um, when she got the role as Rachel Zane in the U.S. legal um, drama called Suits stole her heart. And people wanted to know, was it because of her skin color? And it says the show's producers wasn't looking for someone mixed, nor someone white or black, but they were looking for someone that can fill the, the role of Rachel. And that's what she actually um, filled that role. And I'm not sure if you've seen the show or not, but she actually killed it. And also I wanted oh, totally. to bring up. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. Loved, loved, loved her um, on that, that show. And I know in the media, um, there was so much talk about her and her ethnicity and her parents and, you know, her, um, you know, her baby, what the baby would look like. So that was all really, really interesting because that does matter. But also, can you guys think and remember Michael Jackson? Um, remember he started bleaching his skin um, many, many moons ago? Does anyone remember that? Like the first time he bleached his skin and did his nose and how the ending result was? Yes, we remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Okay. And even. Oh, yeah. I actually loved him in the beginning, like before he started bleeding yeah. his skin. Like, yeah, he, was awesome. my, he was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, like, and, a gorgeous, like, perfect chocolate man right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, he had, he had like, this he creamy perfect. brown skin. And then he just yeah. started doing other stuff to it. So. I don't know what he was actually trying to do, but um, so do you guys remember, in addition to Michael Jackson, Little Kim, she's a female rapper. She did some different stuff with bleaching her skin, and to me, she, I I don't like that new look, Like, and that's just my personal opinion. Even with NeNe Leake, she's a reality star. She's actually worked on bleaching her skin. Um, and lastly, let me ask you, there's been so many different things in the blogs lately because of Kim Kardashian um, blackening her skin. Has anyone heard about that? No. No. Well, oh, yeah, there was something on um, Instagram, but what it has here on BET.com, Kim Kardashian admits to darkening her skin as the first step of her makeup routine. It's a thin line between bronzing your skin to enhance your glow and outright participating in black fishing, the act of enhancing features to appear black. And this is what people were actually accusing um, Kim Kardashian of. So no one has actually heard about that? No. No, I (laughs) No, but I'll tell you this though: if you can't tone, if you can't tone it, pan it. So I can say why some people like to it, go dark. Tan I said it. if you can't tone, you tan it. And so I don't know uh, if you probably meant like of her trying to be just as dark as Kanye, like to like match him. But most girls, they they will tan their bodies to make them look thinner. Because I'll even tell you this: I got my first spray tan, like in a well, not my first actual spray tan, but I've um like I got spray tan like for my photo shoots these past couple weeks. Cause I do model every now and then for um for um, magazines and. I'll tell you, you you go get a spray tan and you're very light skin, um, you'll look t- very toned. <laughs> but it could be both ways. But that's crazy. I didn't even know Kim Kardashian was doing that. Yeah, well, that's what she was accused of, um, and she had a response to it. And I'll post that in the link um, when we post this on social media. I just also want to welcome um, Harley to the call. Harley, how you doing tonight? 
I'm good. How are you? Doing good. This is Tawanda. Welcome to the discussion. We're talking about light skin versus dark skin. Are you happy with the skin that you're in? So let me ask, put you on the hot seat. Are you happy with the skin that you're in? And tell us where you're calling from as well. I am calling from the Colony, Texas, which is near Dallas. And I have to say, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the skin that I'm in. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, definitely welcome. Thank you so much for dialing in. And we're here nightly talking about all types of hot topics and definitely interesting things. And, again, tonight we want to just have a conversation about the skin you're in because especially when you look at celebrities, there's so many people that's bleaching their skin, but it's not just about one's race or ethnicity. A lot of people are doing it for various reasons. My question next I want to ask everyone is, have you ever, and, you know, and be honest, if you don't want to answer, I respect that, have you ever chosen a friend solely based on their skin color? Like you may, maybe it was going to be some type of benefit to you or something? Have you ever chosen a friend based on their skin color? I'd have to say honestly, no. I, I tend to see people as people and not really base it off their, their skin color. Okay. Anyone else want to share? I can honestly say no, too. But being an African-American or black American, however you want to term, I'm of darker skin race, people attracted to me are of lighter skin. So they'll say, ooh, I show like a chocolate drop or something like that. So Uh most of my partners I have had have been brighter skinned than me. In fact, I have a, a good friend who is bright skinned. So I just asked her one day, I said, when you were younger, going through school, did you get by? Did you get more privileges than, let's say, if I was your classmate or something like that? And she admitted yes. And she said her mother liked the fact that they were all, all her girls were bright skinned. She got four girls. All of them were bright skinned because she felt like they got by better, if that makes any sense. But mm-hmm. bright skin, they, they just, lighter skin race just pulled towards me. I guess it's like I'm darker skinned. So I guess they say opposite attract. Absolutely. That's what they say. Absolutely. That's yeah. what they say. All right. Anyone else want to share? Uh, this is Peggy, and no, I honestly can't say that I ever have. I can't imagine okay. that I've even thought of such a thing. Understood. Thank you, Peggy. Anyone else? Well, let me ask you guys. I've often heard that in the entertainment industry, most people are selected um, because of race um, and wanting to be um, wanting to choose someone of a lighter skin. Have you ever heard this, or is this a myth, or what are your feedback and thoughts about that? No, oh, I heard of it. Sure. Harriet Tubman. They wanted Julia somebody yeah. to um, to play her, but and she's a white lady, and they want her to play Harriet Tubman. So yeah, I've heard of it. They do it often. Okay. What? In fact, a white Simpson, woman. Uh, what? Bert Simpson said, huh? I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just curious. They they wanted a white woman to play a part They wanted a white woman to play Julia. Yeah, they wanted to play Harriet Tubman. That's, that's. Julia Roberts. That's why. Like, insanity. I don't know. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's insanity. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's what they wanted. <laughs> She's a yeah, known I've heard, famous. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, like, no, I'll tell you this. Go ahead, Kat. No, like, I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you this. Like, the funny thing is, like, I'm not surprised by that, too, because I know I keep bringing up, like, the Philippines and stuff, because, like, in Asian cultures, being dark is not attractive. And so, like, for example, like me, I like being tan. I'm not, like, like I said, I'm I'm more of, like, the olive tone Filipino, but, like, I like to be nice and warm, and I like, I just like the warm feeling and look, because it just helps you with glowing and you don't really have to wear that much makeup. That's my thing. But in the Philippines, if they see you as being dark, it's unattractive. So they actually, like, you know how Michael Jackson was bleaching his skin? They do that in the mm-hmm. Philippines. And so whenever whenever you, you watch, like, a Filipino movie, you're going to see the movie stars. I'm considered dark. Like, if I was to be, like, on screen, like, in the Philippines, I would be considered dark, and I'm not even dark to begin with. And they think you being light-skinned is attractive and you're wealthy and you're rich. And that's the thing, like, in the Philippines with movie stars, which is ridiculous. Okay. That's a real thing, I, I just though. feel like... I just state like your name so I know who's speaking. Go ahead. This is Harley. This is Harley. I just feel like if okay. they... If... Go ahead, Harley. Um, as I was saying, sorry, one of my roommates was talking to me. Um, I just have a, a, a feeling like that's that's not right because having a white person play Harriet Tubman would be as much as making a movie about Rosa Parks and having a white person play that. Like, that's just not... That's true. That's really not acceptable, honestly, because that's that's a figure, a high figure in the black history. Yeah, they I, I don't agree with that. To Google it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely yeah. have to Google it because I'm not familiar with that, but... um. Yeah, I think there's definitely some other people that would be disqualified just because um, that's definitely um, different and interesting. Well, this is a thing, and my my final question I want to ask as we just kind of open the call up is, we live in a day and time where you see so many different people. We have access to technology, you know, to, you know, getting this done to your hair, this done to your skin, this done to your body. Of course, technology is advanced. So if you want to get lighter, because some people may say being lighter is more privilege, um, et cetera, et cetera. So whether here nor there, we have access to being able to do those things. Do you think people are doing it because they want to be accepted? Do you think people are not happy with the skin that they're in? What is the reason you think people that are coloring and bleaching their skin are getting tanned to be darker? What do you think the reason behind all of this actually is? Um, and just one person at a time, let's start with six, seven, eight, if you have a thought about that. Do you think people are doing it just because to be people pleasers? Are they not happy with the skin they're in? What are your thoughts about why are so many people tanning or getting darker or bleaching their skin to get lighter? Who you say you're going to start with? Six, seven, eight. Oh, that's me. <laughs> why? Okay. Um, let's see. I think. To be tan, but not considered black. Because let me tell you, uh-huh. I'm like I'm a nurse practitioner. I had a patient come in the other day. She had a beautiful tan. Oh, she it was beautiful. So I said to her, because I could see where her watch was, that her real color was almost like pale white. So she had a really deep dark tan. So she was exhibiting headaches, and she felt like she was having a fever. 
And I looked at her and I told her, I said, ma'am, you probably have sun poison. Mm. She, I guarantee you, she had sun poison. She was mm. so, it was nice. And it, and, it, and it was really pretty. But now I don't know what her natural look is without being a tan. But as a tan person, I must say she was very beautiful. So mm-hmm. obviously that's the goal that she was trying to reach. But I really think she really overdid it too. Because she just um, she was too she done too much. Um, so I okay. think they do it for for a look. And why the darker skinned people want to get brighter, it too is for a look. Because most people trying to get brighter are us African Americans or Black Americans trying to get brighter because it's always been told it's an ugly thing or it's not attractive and it's cool to be bright. So I don't know. So it's okay. opposites, I guess. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Have it from six, seven, eight. <laughs> All right. Seven, two, zero. I, I think that people are trying to change the way they look for the same reason that we get liposuction and plastic surgery. There's an idealized vision of beauty. And mm-hmm. if you fall outside that, that vision, then you're made to feel like you aren't worthy. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, trying to appeal to men in this culture. Um, you know, I've been kind of fat my whole life. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, you want to look good and you want people to see you in a certain way. I, I do think that there's just a, an incredible amount of racism in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably in a lot of parts of the world, like um, uh, she was talking about, you know, in Filipino culture, and I know that that happens a lot, but I think that we're all chasing this, standard that the advertisers show us and that the makeup companies and you know everybody shows us what we should be and Mm. I think it would be hard for any one of us to feel like we're all the things that we should be and sometimes I feel like I just want to be more like a man and say fuck you yeah excuse me um (laughs) just (laughs) now that's real remember Um, we're having a conversation (laughs) yeah I just you know I I want to just think that you know what maybe good is good enough and I could be better but you know we're all looking for something that's going to fix our sense of insecurity absolutely now that was real that was that was absolutely real thank you so much for sharing that 267 talk to us um i think it's because um in some cultures it's um innocency um that it's not acceptable if you're too light. And in other um, cultures and and nationalities, it's not acceptable if you're too dark. Um, So that's why people are just trying to be accepted um, by within their own race. Um, Unfortunately, there's a lot of hatred um, towards us within our own communities, and it makes it hard for someone to be accepted um, at times if they can't click with everyone, which, you know, they're part of. Um, even if, like, you're mixed, um, some mixed people find it hard to um, identify under one race. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure if that's ever going to change, um, but um, I feel like with conversations like this, it's at least it's a way to open up a lot of people's eyes. Absolutely. At least we can talk about it. Absolutely. I totally agree. Thank you so much, C, for that. 707. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I can I can just honestly piggyback what off what everyone said um, because there's like a certain standard of a look of like how people have they have to look. They're they're just going by like what society wants. Like for example, like you go to Hollywood here or like in the Bay Area, um, people out here they're tan, they're fit, and don't get me wrong. Like I know I I. I, I I see the typical like Bay Area or like Bay Area California girl looking tan fit and all that stuff, but it's a certain standard. But um, if it was like for me, the reason why if I go, go get a tan or I do something, I change my image. Ninety percent of the time, I'm not really doing it because it's society. Like, um, have you ladies ever heard of like the quote like when you go you when like when a girl changes her hair, that means she's about to change her life because like something something interesting or big has, like, caused her to, um, to do it. So it could be, like, a heartbreak or, like, some kind of emotional change. And for me, for example, like, when I get my hair done, I go get myself a spray tan or I go tanning. I do it for a change because, like, like it makes me feel better. And and um, I wouldn't say that, like, everyone's eating it for, like, their standards, but, like, I take me changing, like, how I look like just <clears> – <throat> excuse me, I'm, like, swallowing my words and I'm talking, <laughs> but – um. I just see it. I just see it as like you're. It's like a new you. You want to like do a little transformation because, like, when you're going through like an old your old self, you're you're just you just have all these like wounds and these emotional trauma going on. You're like, you know what? Um, I'm a bad bitch now, and I'm gonna do this so I feel gorgeous and I feel good. And so I don't think there's nothing wrong if somebody wants to like tan or or like whatever they they do. But like, I do understand that. Like, I do believe that there's also a standard and so it can go in in other ways too but I'm not against it but I am against like when someone tries to like change their race completely from being like like for example like a white like being white and then they want to look black or if they're black they want to look white or if they're Asian they want to look white you get you got my point (laughs) (laughs) definitely thank you so much for that Kat Uh, all right how about you 209 Two zero nine, are you still there, Miss Harley? Hello, Harley going. Yeah, I'm, Harley, I'm, here. Huh? I'm here. I didn't know that. I'm here. I didn't know that was my number. I've, I've recently changed it. I know. Um, we we never know so, our number. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, so I think maybe piggybacking on on what other people said, I do I do have to agree with with all that. But I think it's also a matter of like social acceptance. Like if you're if you're gonna darken your skin, you kind of I think people tend to want to be still more accepted with this whole like black lives matter things that thing that's going on right now. I think people want to feel like they can be a part of that, even if they, they really shouldn't be. And I also think that it has something to do with like people not hundred percent being accepting like the skin that they're in. Maybe I'm not really, really sure on that. Um, like I said, being native American, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the skin color that I am. I'm, I'm more olive toned. Um, so I really am not having like any acceptance issues. But I, I, I honestly agree with what, what everyone else is saying. Wow. And that, that's really interesting. You actually mentioned the social acceptance because I definitely do believe that some people are definitely even struggling with that. And um, and as the article says, this has been uh, a conversation that has been going on for decades, and it says it will never die in reference to the, the debate. I'm sorry. So, before we close out tonight, 
when you think about light skin, dark skin, social acceptance, different friends, you know, discrimination, colorism, there's even some people that have issues with colorism in their own family. Um, in reference to families that may be um, darker, lighter, um, interracial, et cetera, et cetera, you can have a family of 10, 12 people, and they can all look different. So you have those type of things in their family. What would be your thought? Um if you could be able to encourage someone that may be listening to our call today that's struggling with what they look like, whether it's because of social acceptance or whether it's because they feel like they're too dark or they're not dark enough, that may be challenging going through this issue. One of the reasons that we're here in reference to Real Girlfriends Across America is to build with women and to talk about things and have conversation, and we don't always have to agree. We just want to be respectful. So if you can leave one thing tonight to that young girl or that woman that may be challenged and having issues in reference to what she looks like in the mirror um, because of her skin, what is that one thing that you would like to share with her? And we'll start with you, um, Harley. Um, I just I want to say to accept accept who you are. Your skin color doesn't make you the you the person that you are. You make that, and everyone is beautiful in their own way. Absolutely, absolutely. And I want to find out what everyone else has to say right back because you know one thing about these calls, you have to make sure you go to commercial break. One second. Hello, this is Corinne with today's trending news break. Canada Day party goes virtual amid COVID-19 restrictions. Today is Canada Day, but in-person festivals were canceled amid COVID-19 restrictions. Organizers instead offered an online show featuring Canadian pop stars, which include Atlantis Morissette and Avril Lagine, along with other artists. Now, back to the show. All right. Thank you for that. Happy Canada Day for those who did not know it was. And we just have a few more minutes tonight, but I definitely want to get that feedback from everyone else. So we'll go to 214. 2-1-4. Ah, two one four going once. I think that's Patty. Patty no, that's not Patty. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. All right. Um Harley, you just went someone else just dialed in, I think. That's what confused me. <laughs> All right, two six seven. I just love the interview. I'm sorry, you said you you would tell them what? Uh, I I would tell them to start by loving the interview. Love the loving the inner you. All right, keeping it simple. Absolutely. How about you, seven two zero? Well, here's what I would have to say about that. For a lot of years, I was madly in love with a man that I could never be what he wanted me to be, and I realized that I was trying to be chocolate to somebody who didn't like chocolate. He wanted strawberry, and mm. I realized that somebody out there wants strawberry, and. You know, just be what you are and then find somebody who loves what you are. And mm. stop trying to be something you're not because you can't be something you're not and you can't be something for somebody else. So just be yourself and somebody will love that. 
Now you can definitely say that all over again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who just felt that? Trying to be something that you're not. Trying to be chocolate and you're not. Um, and we have to, just like you said. And, and see, you just said, can you repeat what you said again? That you would tell um, anyone that's struggling? Begin by loving the inner you. Loving the inner you. All right. Talk to us, 678. All right, six, seven, eight. I too <laughs> would tell them to start <laughs> to start by loving themselves first. However, no matter what the look, what you perceive you look like, or what someone else may perceive you look like, the truth is there's somebody for everybody. For those who don't like what they see or don't like the way you are, leave them in your path. You know. Leave them in the past, and tomorrow is a new day. So that's why it's, today is present. So today we'll deal with it. But if they don't like what you are, then move on. But start by loving yourself. You got to love yourself enough in order to move forward. Amen. That's exactly right. That's why amen goes there. Because a lot of time people are looking for love in someone else when they don't even love themselves. And that is extremely important. And I just want to really say as we wrap up tonight, I appreciate everyone that invested the time to dial in. And I say invested the time because you could have been doing something else. But you chose to come here and share in us with this discussion about light skin versus dark skin. Do you love the skin that you're in? Thank you for your input. Thank you for your answers. And that's why we're here. And tomorrow we're going to talk about daddy's girls and daddy's issues. We have so many amazing topics lined up this month because people that have been listening have said, hey, I like to talk about this or I want to hear about this. So I just want to encourage before I go out to see the close out for any announcements, if you have a hot topic that you like to share with the world, then please suggest to us and we'll tell you how to do that because no one knows everything, but we're here and this is a platform for women and we want to be able to encourage women across the globe. See, I'm going to go out to you for any closing announcements and comments, please. Thank you. Yes, uh, definitely. If you guys have any suggestions on topics, um, you can send us an email at realgirlfriend7, um, that's the number seven at gmail.com. Or you can send us a DM at Instagram or even um, on our Facebook. Um, so our Instagram is Real Girlfriends, the number seven. And um, also on um, Facebook, we're Real Girlfriends Across America. And to answer um, your um, guys' questions from earlier in regards to the Harriet Tubman topic, um, a Hollywood studio executive once suggested that Julia Roberts should play um, Harriet Tubman, and um, he at the time, yeah, at the time he wanted to turn um, Harriet Tubman's life um, onto the big screen, um, and it said that um, he said it was so long ago, no one would know the difference. So that's, that's um, interesting. <laughs> that's we thank you so much for listening. <laughs> and well, thank you for looking it up. I know I read that already, but yeah, thank we, you. We want to make sure you don't get no fake news. <laughs> all right. Exactly. And well, all thank I you guys to everyone. And um, please be safe. So many things are going on now. The world is going crazy again. Um, cases seem to be getting up a little bit in reference to the worldwide pandemic. Um, so many jobs are struggling. I've saw some stuff in the media 
one woman says if she doesn't open her business this month, she's going to be out of business. So let's just continue to send good vibes out into the world, people that are struggling, people that may not have resources for as business and jobs. If you know of something that can help someone, hey, post it, share it with us so we can share it with other people. People need good side hustles right now, so definitely share one if you know one with someone. But until the next time, thank you, ladies, for dialing in tonight, and stay safe. And remember, we're here every night. Hopefully you'll be too. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.